Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym. Here at the podcast, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have an in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality with me. And today, uh, this is my second episode back in the library. (laughs) So if you like sexy librarians... um, go to a real library because this is the basement of my condo. Uh, (laughs) So I'm really uh, happy to be back here just because it's such kind of a bizarre space (laughs) and um, it just allows me to have kind of more intimate conversations than it did in the studio and uh, hopefully the audio is, you're feeling the audio because I've done some tweaking um, over the last couple of episodes. So I hope you enjoy this lovely conversation that I'm going to have with a very super special guest, pro-dominatrix, Lady Delphine. Hello. Hello, darling. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you. Like, I I, I, I want to pick your brain so hard. Yeah, I'm just, it. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, so you're a pro-dominatrix. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and um, maybe uh, should we start with kind of how we crossed pass yeah that'd be perfect yeah, Perhaps. let's go with that yeah that's kind of a fun we might have some fun things to talk about because I I think I, I've been following you like online for a while yes so I, I knew of you yes yeah yeah like cyber crushing yeah cyber yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> the cyber friendship had Absolutely. begun and then um I had just begun at the ritual chamber uh, thankfully, right in time before their holiday party, which is always <laughs> which super was fun. great timing yes. for me. Yeah, <laughs> and you were there in attendance that evening. I came, yeah, it was really great. I missed it last year, so yeah. I made it a priority to come this year, and I got to see you work. Oh, it was so fun! And yeah, why? Uh, why was it important for you to kind of attend that party? What were, you know, what were your reasons for being there that evening? I'm a huge believer in, like, making a community within your community. Mm. And the Ritual Chamber puts on a lot of events. So does my studio, which we can talk about later. But um, I just wanted to come see. There's a few new doms there, too, that have either just started or are starting. So I wanted to go and introduce myself and kind of get a glimpse into all the fun stuff that you guys get up to. That's so nice because you wouldn't necessarily think that, like, doms from separate houses would really want to have much interaction with each other would you know be friends or you know want to support each other and that's a really lovely thing to hear that well I think it's a misconception too right that we're that they like in competition with one another right but it can be an isolating job if you don't talk to other people and who better to talk to than other like people that do the same work as you yeah exactly share like skill share just through conversations and build relations so so yes um maybe maybe you would like to describe some of the lovely goings on of that evening what what the ritual chamber christmas party (laughs) entails Um, it ain't your mama's christmas no it definitely isn't (laughs) but the spread was like my mother's which was great oh yeah it was so back at home just like (laughs) Cheese and crackers. Oh, yeah. So much cheese. (laughs) Dips. Yeah, so I came for the dips, essentially. Um, No, but there was a lovely board of all of the mini sessions that the house doms were offering. And I saw, I don't know for sure, but I feel like you got pulled in to do mostly trampling. I did. That's what I felt like all I saw. I did, and that surprised me, too. I was like, great, because I love trampling, but that, out of all the things on that list, that wasn't necessarily one I thought I'd be doing most of the evening. Um, I thought, I assumed some impact play might be kind of the order of the day, but it was not. No, it was was like (laughs) smothering and trampling, 
And I don't even know. You were like balancing on one foot at some point on a crib. <laughs> a little, I'm not, little acrobatics. not quite sure. <laughs> what is she doing in there? Circus acts. It was no longer BDSM. It was just your one person acrobatic show. <laughs> and that's funny though that you mentioned that because I, I feel like maybe there was a bit of visual advertising going on. Like I think people so. saw me do one yeah. and then they're like, oh yeah, I want to do that too. You know? I think it also helps because we're both so petite yes. that it's like, oh, this won't be a big challenge. But the longer you're sitting on someone's chest, it gets constricting. It gets constricting. Yeah. Especially totally. if you're like whispering and trying to like distract them. Oh yeah. 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 You're giving some little smacks in the face. You're, yeah. You're, you're... Pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recite the alphabet backwards, please. Oh God. <laughs> you would kill me. You would destroy me. Yeah. Um, because you're you're a wee lass. Yes. Yeah. Very five foot nothing. Five feet. Yes. Five feet. <laughs> It. It's like four foot eleven and three quarters of an inch, but it's five feet. <laughs> You're actually below five feet. Uh-oh. Depends on the day. I shrink. I'm Thumbelina, apparently. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. Um, and how did uh, how did a small lady such as yourself uh, get it into your head that you could dominate? large adult males and beyond and everyone in between. Yeah. Um, fairly young on, I dated somebody who was really, really into BDSM and I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, so we started doing workshops together. Oh, that's nice. And yeah. And they wanted to be dominated. And I mean, we were both tiny human beings. So I was like, well, it doesn't matter which way we do this. And then I kind of got the bug and like almost 10 years later, it kept building and building and building, and it just became supernatural for me. Supernatural. Supernatural. You're a, you're a superhero. Um, it's your superpower. It is. Small <laughs> but mighty. Small but mighty, Small yeah. Small but mighty. Mighty Mouse. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny, because then corporal punishment stuff became the thing I fell in love with, so anytime yeah. someone says you hit like a girl, I take it as a compliment, because yeah. I hit pretty hard. Because <laughs> girls can, pit, can, can hit pretty fucking yeah. hard. Give yeah. me a single tail. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> So, on your kind of path to becoming a pro-dom, what were some of the things you kind of did along the way to, like, either gain experience or practice and hone in on skills, you know, learn new things, learn from other doms, perhaps? What was kind of your journey to becoming a professional? A lot of it for me started um, with an academic journey. Ah. I'm I'm a huge bookworm, so learning about sexuality and the body kind of through a textbook first was really what drew my eye to wanting to learn more. That's hot. Yeah. (laughs) I did my undergrad in sexuality studies. Oh my god. So I just became obsessed with just how the mind worked. And then I was doing it a lot in my personal life, building on that, working with partners, doing workshops when I could. But then once I was coming to the end of about to graduate, I really thought sex work and BDSM and pro-dom was the world I wanted to live in. Wow. So I just, yeah, just all the knowledge. Anybody I knew that could teach me a skill, I was like... You were there. I'll you were there you, for I'll it. I'll cook you dinner. You teach me how to flog and... Let's have a trade. Let's have a, a trade. And then, yeah. A swapping I, of skills. A swapping of and skills. services. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Um, that, that's also maybe a myth that um, people have about sex workers and about pro-doms is that, you know, people think that it's they see us all as survival sex workers right. that it's the only option for us that it's not a choice that it's not something people have a passion for that uh, a job that works in with people's lives perfectly and is a great job for them mm-hmm. and their personality like people don't a lot of people don't see sex work that way so that's an interesting story that you have that's exactly not what people would probably think when they think of a sex worker or of a dominatrix absolutely yeah that you're a fucking academic yeah yet when you're done you're like this is the thing i want and i incorporate (laughs) both i'm sure you do i'm sure you do i mean my uh, master's degree right now is focusing on bdsm and emotional labor so tell me Tell me a bit about that. Um, So I was really inspired of the work that I was doing and the relations I was uh, building both with clients and just people in the community. And there's um, a couple theories in sociology called like affect theory, which is looking at emotions and how do emotions shape um, your social interactions. And normally it's been used a lot for like healthcare providers. 
some nurses because obviously you form those really tight bonds, but I wanted to see what does that look like in a sex working atmosphere that's not necessarily like an escort or full service where there's still this really intense relationship, but we're maybe not ever sexually engaging with one another Mm -hmm. or engaging on a level that doesn't include penetration. Mm -hmm. Um, And just what the myths maybe are around that, what kind of clientele that attracts, what kind of stigmas and, you know, mental health that the providers themselves have to deal with. So that's kind of what I'm looking at is just theoretical application of all of these more abstract things to my daily life and to sex work. I feel like you would be the best dom. (laughs) (laughs) With all that knowledge behind you, oh my god, about emotion emotion and sexuality and kink, like, all intersecting, like, I feel like you would would be so wise. (laughs) I think intuition in that regard has been really helpful. Yeah. Because I, I'm sure it's the same thing for you. You kind of get a list of interests. Yep. And then you have like five, ten minutes to kind of negotiate. So you have this plan in your head, but you need a person, and that goes sometimes completely out the oh, window. Oh, yeah. I rarely do what I plan Absolutely. to do. I, I yeah. usually do kind of plan out an outline, or at least, you know, sit on, sit on it. <laughs> um, you know, sit on the list and just kind of think about, okay, so maybe yeah, okay. this could happen. Maybe, okay, okay, yeah. maybe I'll get, use the, these, uh, props and tools and, you know, stuff like that. Right. But, but sometimes I, there are lots of times where I don't touch any of the things I've kind of, go, I've, I usually go around the room and collect, you know, I do that too, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And that, and half the time I don't use half of them. Right. Most of the time I'm grabbing <laughs> more things that yeah. Yeah, I'm like, Oh, I just got an idea. <laughs> so it's very, uh, improvisational as well. Absolutely, yeah. So the instinct, the instinct, part. um, improv, um, being able to read body language and like micro expressions, mm. I think is a huge facet of our job. I would Big say, time. I would say most professionals are really really instinctual and wonderful body language readers I think that's a huge aspect of being successful too right mm-hmm. um but yeah no it's it's quite entertaining being in both academic spheres and, and prodom spheres and presenting the way I do as a very short cutesy even though please never call me that never say cutesy <laughs> never to say me cutesy. um I can say it though a very cutesy <laughs> individual who uses horror and fisting and terms like this in an academic sphere wow, but then I go out for so... brunch with a pro dom and it's like oh yeah guess what I did last night <laughs> very calm <laughs> so it's an interesting juxtaposition it's all very normal for you I feel it's like incredibly normal <laughs> It's Too like, normal, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerously normal. Yeah. yeah. Filters. <laughs> yes. What yeah. are they? <laughs> yes. Where? What room am I in right I'm very, now? And I'm who very am I cognizant to? of uh, public transit. Yes. Even just reading textbooks of just like, what does this say on the outside and what does this present? Like, there is a book that is called Selling Sex that has the creepiest photos on the front. So I'm oh. like, it's just all of these like white men scowling on the front and I'm like this is a very bad cover to be reading on the book but I need this text so yeah you put scarves around things you get very creative yeah I find that way when I'm kind of hauling my big leather bag yeah full of shit I'm like I'll put a yeah I'll put a scarf exactly I'll put a scarf kind of just on top of everything if anything falls out I don't know how I'm explaining this (laughs) yeah Yeah. totally a crop it's like oh yes I ride horses a ball gag eh. Mm. not so easy to explain (laughs) I ride horses yeah that's funny though um yeah I uh so okay so tell me then how you got involved in the house that you are currently involved in and tell me a bit about um yeah how you got the job there and uh what what it's like I feel like our stories are not super different in regards to that it was around Christmas two years ago um and I was looking at different houses in Toronto kind of seeing like who worked there what their online representation was you did your research as per usual Highlighted a few things, (laughs) made some jot notes, (laughs) compared and contrasted, (laughs) Um, and basically um, just sent emails being like, this is who I am, 
this is my lifestyle experience. So um, without knowing anybody, you just... Just send emails. Yeah, just yeah. send them out, send out inquiries, send yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, this is what I do in a job, because I was working in something kind of vaguely sex-related at that point. Yep. Um, and waited. We basically celebrated Waited Christmas. for bites. Yeah, I got a lot back saying, sorry, um, if I don't know you from the community, mm-hmm. kind of I don't do that, or I could mentor you um, at my tribute rate, but mm. I will not hire you afterwards. Mm. So there was a lot of negotiating of, like, where do I want to be? Mm-hmm. There's always the option of being an independent. Yes. That's kind of hard to start that but way, But it's very feel. hard to start. You agree, so yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, there's nothing popping up right now, maybe... This just isn't a good time. Mm. And then Lady Azal from Studio Ludus sent me a message. Great. And was like, I don't own a house right now, but I'm looking to maybe start. Do you want to come for tea? Mm-hmm. So, then, so, there. so then I spent the next four days being Freaking like, out. What do I wear? <laughs> do I show up in like a corset and fishnets? <laughs> yeah. Um... I settled what on, did you wear? Yes. I settled on a very business attire. I did too. Oh my god. I, I was did too. in uh like a black pencil business dress and blazer. Oh. And a wool coat, yes. which then was a terrible mistake because Lady Azelle's allergic to wool. Oh, no. <laughs> so she was like, please do not let this touch anything in my space. <laughs> oh, I've made a huge I was mistake. like, I've blown this. And I was wearing perfume, blew that too. Just yeah. like scent free zone. Yeah, just all of the rules broken. <laughs> yeah, I wore, I settled on, like, I wore black jeans and yeah. regular black new boots, not, like, the, the total crazy, like... Punky style Yeah, boots, yeah, 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 just, like, some regular black boots, a black jean, yeah. um, a black fitted tank top, and then a black blazer, a, like a black business blazer yeah. over top. Yeah. I want the business yeah. right too, that's so yeah. funny. And like, it was pouring rain, too. Oh, no. And my one thing I did know and was acknowledging was, like, you don't show up late or too early. Yes, you so show I up exactly st- on time. I stood in the rain. You know I stood on that stoop. I, I did. I stood in the rain yes. for about ten minutes being like, I can't, I can't go up. Take note, subs. Yes. Don't come early. Yeah. Don't we come We are not late. ready. We're not ready. There is a lot you can do in two and a half minutes. There is <laughs> so much. So much. Yeah. The so amount much. of times that I've been, like, doing up a garter or just going to the washroom and I'm like no oh I know uh, last night I didn't get to pee before the session I was like no I will like man. tie I you needed up that. and be like I need to go to yeah. the bathroom <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. totally yeah. Yeah. yeah I will chain you to the handle of this door and you can wait chain you to the radiator <laughs> yeah yeah so Keep... yeah no we just um ended up having a, a conversation which she said what did would she be, ask she what said it'd she... be 20 minutes and it ended up being two hours oh because so she it liked just... you <laughs> how could she not I mean <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, a lot of just experiment, uh, experience questions. Yeah. What have you done? What are your limits? Um, what are you willing to learn? Because that's a good, that's a very good point. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you don't have to present this completely finished package. Right. Um, because pro-doms have a lot of learning to do as well. Oh, like, goodness. yes, we're fucking professionals and we know our shit. Yes. We operate within the realm that we are very, very uh, familiar with, intimately Absolutely. acquainted yeah. with. But we are constantly expanding and learning on uh, new skills. And we're finding our well. limits by experimenting too, right? A lot yeah. of things I've done workshops for, I've ended up saying, no, not my thing. Great to have in the back of my head, but I probably won't ever use this, Yeah, right? You know, it's good if you ever do a double and they want to do it and you can kind of guide someone through. Like, knowledge is power in that regard. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm quoting Foucault now. <laughs> Oops. Uh, yes. My geek showed a bit. Uh, my geek showed a little bit. My, uh, my little uh, gay Frenchman just popped out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, of like, what would you like to learn? Um, and then we kind of discuss like what her specialties are too. And just even if our personalities would align, this is someone you're going to be working with, right? Yes. And this was a new adventure for her because up until this point, it was just her by herself in a studio. So... We are almost becoming partners in a way um, of still having a power dynamic of her yeah. owning peers, the space. But, but like peers. But peers, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, and then um, she did a, 
uh, fetish clothing sale at that around that time of year, so she had all of this stuff. Oh, so we just perfect. then had like a try on. Oh, event perfect! Was just like, Jealous. do you have leather? And I was like, a couple pieces. She's like, just try stuff on. Oh, you're so lucky! <laughs> I would die. So I'm like, I am just yeah having a try on session with a potential employer, and oh, this so is fun. super cool. That's so fun. And then I went home and danced and giggled for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pretty what rich. was the setup? Like right away, kind of what what hours would you work? What kind of would scheduling be like? What was the situation when you first started? It was um, very much just because I was still finishing my degree at that point. So okay, it was so you're just in like, school, yeah. give me a block of rough times I would work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if anything comes up, I'll send you a text message, even if it's outside of the times you've given me. Maybe you can have some flexibility. And it was just a lot of communication between both of us, of, of seeing what would work. Mostly it was evenings and weekends at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've learned that if people really want to make the time, they're going to make the time for you. And if they don't, then... Then see another dom. Okay. There's lots There's of Toronto lots doms. There's lots of us. And I can tell you some fantastic ones yeah, to see. Yeah, exactly. And I can give you a recommendation to boot. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was just then building in that regard. And at that point, we still had back page and stuff. So mm-hmm. we were advertising that way. Um, R.I.P. I know. Yeah. It's been a year. So what do you use now? <laughs> um, Leo List predominantly. Yeah. Um, Twitter. Yep. While we still For, have that. Yeah. Look, checking yeah. my watch on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and networking word of mouth has probably been the greatest thing for me. Yeah. Um, because when people enjoy Doing good work. They Doing good work. It. Yeah. I like letting my skills show for myself. And I mean, I'm not a... I'm not a social butterfly. You'll see me out once a month, maybe. Um, But yeah, no, I think that's where most... Let your work speak for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Keep a good online presence. Um, Yeah, that's the the thing. You do have to, like, do a bit of hustling, say, on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. You got to be frequently posting. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing the difference between being straight up rude to replying to a message and just, you know, being considerate without wasting your time. Yeah, right? time wasters. Time wasters are a thing. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your face. You're like, I'm, it's been only two months. Like, <laughs> I can tell you some stories. Well, I can even tell you stories just from, oh, my God, just because I've had social media bedpost things right. for yeah. four years now. And yeah. it's like the volume of, hey, hi, hi, hu, hu, sticker, hot, sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Send nudes. Send pics. Yeah. Like, tell me about your show. How can I find your podcast? I'm like, really? Just the volume. Do you and have I'm, a and link? I, I'm like, how did you, you find this? <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's the thing. They just want to engage. They want to waste your time. Yeah. The amount of like copy and paste responses I have. Saved. Oh man. Like for bedposts, and and that's like I wasn't even a sex worker at the time, and I'm like, no. I cannot imagine actual sex workers yeah. the shit they deal with because I would get. I'd get so many dick pics. I would get so many stupid-ass questions, so many one-word messages, so many of just the stickers, like the Facebook stickers. Oh, gosh. Oh, fuck. Like, literally daily, no joke, just for the bedpost Facebook page. I go in daily to spam out the inbox, and at least 10 a day. That. No, I would. So if I leave it for that. a couple's day, a couple days, couple's yeah. days, uh, <laughs> there's like there's like thirty plus messages if I don't look yeah. at it daily, and then your your percentage of your response percentage goes, down, goes right. way down. Yeah. Even though I'm spamming all these, I don't reply. I reply to like five percent of them because though that amount is are legitimate inquiries, yeah. um, but it totally fucks up that percentage. But even getting to that five percent is exhausting to weed through. Yeah, talk about emotional labor. It's like, how many fucking times have right. I got a message back yeah. and forth? Or like, you get an email being like, I messaged you on Instagram, and it's like, buddy, I just deleted everything. I am, like... <laughs> I literally... It's a full-time job just to weed through these, oh, let absolutely. alone respond yeah. to them. So Admin by itself is a whole day's worth. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. so in your, current, in your current place, you personally are doing all your own stuff? Uh, about 50% of it. Okay. Um... So you're, you're getting stuff by uh, on your own. You're getting yes. things through the dungeon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you if I'm contacted via my email or off of an ad that I've posted myself, 
then I handle that interaction. Otherwise, if it was fielded through um, the house's website, I'll go through Lady, Lady Azelle. Azelle. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So we share like a screening process and mm-hmm. have an open communication through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many doms are at that dungeon at this point? Because this was two years ago. At, you at, are yes. you are reaching your. Second. Y- your year. second anniversary? Yes. Of pro-doming? Yeah, pro-doming. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh. Um, technically, four, potentially three. Um, I know uh, Miss Ava Rose has started up her own space. So. I know of her. I, yeah, I've met her, actually, when I used to work at Seduction. She's um, absolutely so, lovely. She's so funny. Yeah. yeah. I've met her a few times because that's... I, maybe she lives in the area, or I don't know. That's her sex shop of choice. But yeah. I, So I know of her through there. Right. Yeah. Um, but I haven't actually met her, like, Dom persona to Dom persona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's... she's uh, such a wonderful woman. Aww. I've learned a lot from her. So, yeah. but yeah, she's opening up her own space. Um, I know that there's some discussion of some of the events that we run that she's still going to participate in that. So, four of us, potentially three. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we're it's a tight little crew. A tight little crew. Yeah. Um, all females. All females. All femmes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, varying uh, sexual orientations, but all female. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very and nice. And all different skill levels. I was going to. That was going to be my next question. Completely yeah. different from one another. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Um, I mean, even just in presentation, Lady Azelle is a statuesque Boss goddess. Boss ass bitch. Gosh. Yes. Yeah. I I am like not even shoulder level with that woman. <laughs> we take photos beside each other and it's, it's just comical. It is. Yeah. She takes off her heels and bends her knees. It's and still. And still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's adorable. Which makes doing scenes together incredibly fun. Yeah. Because every like and we kind of have different personalities too sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone thinks, "Oh, you'll be really sweet." And that's Not hardly ever the case. <laughs> yeah, I might. I just giggle a lot. Yes, yeah. I also do. I'm. Yeah. I probably have a smile plastered on my face if I'm enjoying what's going. If I'm liking the scene, yeah. <laughs> I I'm, don't have a severe, <laughs> composed. Oh no, <laughs> face no. at all. Yeah. Um, so, like the range of the skills, I'm sure, are just huge as well of all the doms at your at your dungeon too. Yeah, um, Miss Ava Rose does a lot more rope bondage than Ooh. I do, so that's really unique to see. And we have a suspension point now, so that's just elevated awesome. those possibilities. Especially with a rope top, it's like oh, oh yes. the possibilities. Yes. Yeah. And Goddess Violetta does a lot more um, of like kind of a tantric aspect mm, to her kind work. Of Shahirazad type. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> type dom. Yeah. Um, and then myself, I've been leaning a lot more towards medical Yay! needle sounding in the last year or so, so I think that's starting to be what I think a lot of people come for. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of faux worship sessions. I don't yeah. know what happened at the end of 2018. Just people suddenly wanted your feet bad. I, so, I, I am happy to oblige them. <laughs> I'm happy to offer them yeah. more worship. It's interesting to For see. There, there sometimes are trends yeah. of like times of years of what people are into. And Interesting. I'd love to see the data on that, the spreadsheet I, I on that. I have a very uh, intense notebook bet- of like all of my clients and things that we did and like what I wore and like my moods over a year. Really? Yeah. Oh, kind of I look- should do that. Yeah. That's awesome. It keeps, it's helpful for me too because. Is there an app for that? I, I write everything down. It's in this very, um, like, witch looking <laughs> locked binder. Yeah. The book. <laughs> yeah. It flies it. off my shelf. It's yeah, enchanted perfect. and everything. Oh, book. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah. There is so much more I want to talk to you about. But we've got to take a break. We simply have got to. So uh, we're going to do that. And then we're going to be back with uh, what I know will be a fantastic second half. (laughs) With pro-dominatrix Lady Delphine. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. 
Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Provocateur Images is the official boudoir photography studio of BedPost. To receive 10% off your next studio session, use the coupon code BedPost. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T. For more information and to see the gorgeous shots that are possible at this studio, check out provocateurimages.ca or follow them at provocateur underscore images on Instagram. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the second half of the Bedpost podcast. I'm your host, Erin Pym, and I'm here with fantastic, super sexy, scary guest, <laughs> pro dominatrix Lady Delphine. Hello. 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 So what? excited for uh, the second half. It's going to be a fun one. I want to get down uh, to the specifics of what you do. Um, maybe we can start with. How do you usually uh, begin your sessions? Knock at the door, Knock at the door. and then take me, take me right into it. Um, mostly if it's a, a new client, um, I like to start off with just a casual conversation on the couch, mm-hmm. talk about what they put on the booking form. Yeah, right, because they've, yeah, they even before it, then, they've filled out a form, all right. that. Yeah. Um, so what's on the form even? The form has, I think it's a fifth. I want to say 54 kind of interests and fetishes, and you can choose... Like checkbox what you're... It it goes from definitely, possibly, to undecided, basically, or like no way, hard limit. So I peruse that beforehand. Um, I'll pull it up on my phone if if there's a lot going on, and we'll just talk about it where they are that day in their headspace. That's um, a good quest. That's a good thing to mention because yeah, you filled out the form last week right. when you booked, but it's like, it's always good to just double check. How are you feeling today? Do you think a lot of the things you filled out, uh, filled out are true today? Right. Cause yeah. some of the things it's like, Oh no, today I wouldn't do half those things. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Or do you need me to clarify what anything means? Cause I know a lot of people go, Oh, that sounds interesting. Yes. But then when they hear about it, they're like, Oh no, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, we can't do that. Sorry. Um, so yeah, it's really casual. If they have any questions for me, you know, this is the first time we've potentially been meeting. Um, and then we go over kind of the safety protocol of, of how I use my safe words. And you know, if we're going to do bondage, this is what I will be asking you to do for me. And then I give them the option to go take a shower, or I nicely ask them to go take a shower. Um, (laughs) And I just finish prepping the scene if there's anything I need to move or grab that I maybe didn't set up beforehand. Mm -hmm. What are you mainly looking to get out of this, like, conversation, negotiation session? Like, what's the purpose of it for you, for the scene and for... For the, yeah, for the session. For me, it's figuring out kind of where in the power dynamic they need me to be sitting um I kind of visualize it if power was like on a x and y like axis of like the level of visibility and um the level of like influence that they need to have or conflict so if I kind of map this out in my head this is where I get super nerdy this sounds a lot like science it, yeah <laughs> um because power manifests in, in many different ways mm-hmm. when people say I'm interested in a power exchange that could literally mean anything could mean anything what are you looking for because authority power is going to be different than coercion which is going to be different than seduction mm-hmm. but they are all power so I kind of map it out of like where do they need me to sit 
and where do I feel like I'm sitting today? You know? Yeah, because that's the thing, too. How am I feeling on the day as the pro-dom? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if they come in and say, oh, I really want you to be the super domineering person, but I just... I can't access it today. Yeah. I just watched a a comedy on Netflix, and I just want to laugh all day. It's going to be harder to get into that headspace. So then it's kind of plotting out what steps do we both need to take to get get to that level. Because it's a journey together. It's not a... Yeah, as we said, you can plan out all you want. Absolutely, yeah. But anything can happen. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So kind of just like... The magic of live theater. It, it very much is a theatrical you production. It. Very much. I have a script, but then they start improvising and, and you just... There you go. You yes gotta go and. with the flow. Yes, yeah. and. <laughs> exactly. So uh, that's that's essentially the first, I would say, five to ten minutes. Some mm. people take more. And yeah, do you feel like first-timers, like... If they're nervous, do you have to kind of do something different for them just in this talk? um, Sometimes we end up making a pot of tea and just talking for a half hour. Um, Sometimes it's steps of even taking off clothes of like, let's just take off your shirt and then sit and breathe. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think there's any one way to start a scene, really, Mm -hmm. um, because everyone's coming in at completely different. Some people are ready to just get down to like... The business, the moment they walk through the door, yeah. of like, why are we even sitting and talking? Yeah. And you can feel the antsiness of that, which is a really fun energy to play with. But as long as the, you have to get the like safety things out there first. You yeah. Need to yeah. Be like, there are things that need to be said. Yeah, even like, if you've seen me before right. and I know how you play. Let's focus. Three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just eyes give on me. me. Three minutes. I, eyes on me. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Safe words. Check. Headspace. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. And then it's just... What, what like, time frame are we looking at for your sessions? Like, how long do people book for? How long can they book for? 90 minutes is ideal. Yes. Um, agreed. Yeah. Uh, I will do hours only if I have seen you before. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can skip a lot of the preamble. Skip a lot of that. Um, it's a lot easier than to just kind of know. I make notes of, like, we took 10 minutes for aftercare... And then I just try and incorporate that time into our session. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, the amount of time is kind of up to you. I I would say most people who want to do something a little bit more in-depth, three, four hours is really fantastic. Yeah. Um, so take, what's really in-depth? In-depth might be um, a full medical exam. Ah. Like, that's, that's my favorite thing right now. <laughs> um, medical exams or interrogations take a lot of time. Yeah. It's a lot of... That's the whole point of an interrogation, kind of, is yeah. that you're like... the build-up to a plateau, to building up again, yeah. to making you square. The, yeah, they're supposed to be getting tired and, yes. and feeling pressured and feeling... Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. I want you fully exhausted by yes, the end of that. Yes, ex- yeah, you need yeah. to be kind of an exhausted mentally and emotionally and physically, yeah, by the end. So, like, we can't do that in an hour scene. No, no way. No, <laughs> Not how we really I, want to. I have to ask you all the embarrassing questions first. <laughs> I need to know about your bowel movements. It is very important. To <laughs> yeah, <listen>. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so have you been to this walking clinic before? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I notice a freckle on your toe. Tell me the life story of it. <laughs> like, I love just throwing curveballs at people. That's I'm just great. like, I see you have a mole. <laughs> I see you have a mole. What is his name? <laughs> I did not mean to gender your mole, but... <laughs> I yeah, love it. Yeah. So, okay, so anytime, but do you guys do half hours? We don't. No? No. Yeah. Just, no, not at it's all. It's just impossible, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, we do, like, Lady Bernadette does half hour spanking sessions. Okay, yeah, I could see so, that. So, like, you literally are coming in, again, like, three minute conversation off yeah. the top, a spanking scene, and, like, a, cool a short, down, a short, short cool, aftercare. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, she's the only one that will do that, and it's literally, like... Uh, build as like a lunchtime spanking for like, a professional, you know. Yeah. So like, come for a half hour, but that in most other scenarios, a half hour is like completely crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So anywhere from an hour to do you do overnight? Do you do yeah. longer? Yeah, we have just like installed a Murphy bed, so I get to be comfortable while you're locked up. Perfect. Yeah, overnight. How, how it should be. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and we have a nice little kitchen there too. So oh, all more, your needs. more than welcome to have breakfast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would say um, generally most of the sessions I do are probably like in the two hour range. Yeah. Is like a very standard. Two hours is great. Two hours is fantastic. Oh, you can breathe. Yes. Two hours. You don't need to watch a clock. Yeah. You can. Feel do me. your thing, do your and thing. literally when you're just starting to be like, what's next? And you look over There's at like the clock, 15, and you're minutes. like, perfect, yeah. wrap it up and get going Absolutely, on aftercare. Yeah. So, okay, so how do um, how do scenes typically wrap up and end? Take me through that with you. Um, I think necessarily that's very scene specific, but I like, I don't obviously want to be ending at a very intense moment. Yes, like, right. It's like going for a run. You don't just stop your sprint. Like, you will hurt yourself. Lactic acid is a bitch, and you will hurt yourself, says the woman who doesn't run. <laughs> but, no, um, I like to slowly bring the level back down, whether that's just, you know, we're kind of just, like, re-engaging with our body. Um, that could be, like, more of a central touch thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it very well even could be... I'm giving you time alone. I'm going to then come back in and tell you the scene is over. Mm-hmm. And then we start aftercare. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, aftercare can look like a different thing it, for every people. And some people like yeah. a very abrupt ending. They like to know mm-hmm. this is the start and end of my of my time. But that's also getting to know people, too. Very case-specific. Very case-specific. Yeah, yes. Is that something you talk about when you have, like, the negotiation period? Do you ever ask, you know, what they like for aftercare or... Yeah. Is that a question uh, I do ask that. I do notice that a lot of people don't really have an answer Don't have that. an answer, yeah. Because um, they don't know what the scene's going to be like. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They don't know what their needs are going to be like. I think that a good way to bring things down, especially with if you're doing bondages, just even taking off the rope or undoing belts is a good way to just slowly be cooling down. Yes. Slowly bring everyone's, like, breathing back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big, like let's have tea and snacks person because I am super chatty mm-hmm. so I love you want to like I, I talk lo- about the scene let's debrief after. about it yeah let's debrief what you tell, like tell what me you... what you like what you didn't like what worked for you yeah. what maybe do you want to push next time mm-hmm. because I don't renegotiate during a scene yes so if you tell me important. hit me harder hit me harder but I it's know like, that well, we have not said we that we have not said that yes and I would I've always said I'd much rather you be mildly disappointed because you didn't get pushed further. Rather than feeling like you've been harmed. Absolutely. Yes. In it's emotionally, so much easier to come back or renegotiate something that maybe didn't work or you want more of mm-hmm. than feeling it's shameful. It's better to, to leave them wanting more. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep that demand, that supply and demand <laughs> happening. Yeah. 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 No, I. Um, that's a very important um, consent tip to tell folks who are engaging in like you know kind of more heavy kink scenes to renegotiate midway through a scene is not cool like you can improvise improvisation as we're saying is a large part of it and instinct and whatnot but it's like okay but you have to improvise laterally right you can't suddenly amp up the intensity beyond what's been negotiated that's not okay because the person may not be in the proper headspace to consent. And you might even be getting us to a headspace, too, that's yeah. not safe for both people to be playing. Yeah, top space top is Top space a... is an absolute thing, mm-hmm. and it doesn't get talked about a lot, I think. I think, you know, people think that doms are always in control, and you can always be in control, but if you really get into a moment, you don't want to make a bad judgment. Yes. You need to be... Which is why it's good to have those rules set. Set this limit. And then you know that. And you know this is where you have to be. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't suddenly open up the door to the other room. Midway through. Midway through when you're both kind of feeling a little in your feelings. Endorphins. Yes, endorphins. Role play. Yes. Method acting. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, because... and, and. and, yeah, another good thing to mention is how you said you've got, as a dom, you've got to be continually checking in, like, in all the ways. Absolutely, like, yeah. Like, you've got to be reading that person just through the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, asking questions. They may, may mm-hmm. not be completely straightforward of how do you feel, but of, like, ooh, your skin's getting really red. Mm-hmm. Does it feel nice and hot? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's starting to sting. Okay, well, that is a way of communicating. Yeah. 
And it doesn't, yeah, and it doesn't, it doesn't have, have to, to take you out of the scene. It doesn't have to take you out. I don't have to be like, stopping, so did that hurt? Yeah. Was that too much? Yeah. Because that could be jarring for both people, right? Sure. You can just slowly... You can ask it in a sexy way. You can ask it in a sexy way. In an in-character way. You, know, you can check this in. this is too much. Like, yeah, yes, exactly. Make like, stupid incoherent sounds <laughs> if you want me to continue. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, one thing I like to do is, like, when I give them their first, say if it's an impact scene of some yeah. sort, um, when I give them their first, like, pretty hard hit, yeah. I'll ask them to rate it right. from one to ten. Yeah. So I just so I know where they sit. If they still say three, I'm like, oh, God, great. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm going to be let down if that's your nine. Like, I mean, and everybody on a different day is going to be different too, right? That's a great point too. Yeah, even if you have played with the person before, it's yeah. still important to kind of do all that check-in work because our bodies, yeah, yeah, d- completely different from one day bo- to I one. mean, all bodies are on a hormone cycle too. Even yep. even if you don't know that that's what's happening, your pain tolerance is very much in flux mm-hmm. with how your body is. Did you eat a meal beforehand? Yeah. Did you drink enough water that day? Did you get day? a good sleep you, the night you, before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you thinking about going to work, right? afterwards like where, where are, you, are you yeah you are you in emotional distress in your personal life right. like so many things can be affecting how we receive pain and pleasure absolutely yeah, yeah. from a day-to-day basis okay so and then so aftercare how, how much time do you generally leave for aftercare generally probably about 15 minutes unless i know that there's they need extra time um mm-hmm. one of the people I see the most, who we refer to as Puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the one called Puppy. One called Puppy, which most <laughs> of the ladies will leaders know exactly who Puppy is. <laughs> um, takes a lot longer to come back to himself. Mm-hmm. His his Puppy persona and the, the amount of, of pain and impact that he takes really does a, a number on him. Mm-hmm. And he's a very cuddly person afterwards. So it's a lot of, like, reassuring touch, making sure that, you know, if any humiliation or degradation was used, that we're reaffir- reaffirming everything. Mm-hmm. You are not a bad boy. You, know, you did very well you did that very scene. Well. Yeah. You're, you're loved and you're cuddled and everything. And, mm-hmm. and, I mean, as I said, for some people, they need the space. Sometimes it's going to take a shower. And then yes. having a glass of water afterwards. Yeah, yeah. It's even and just, going home and having a nice meal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or it could just be the ritual of putting the clothes back on and, you know, kind of shedding the persona that they wore for that Taking out. off that puppy mask. Taking yeah, it and, off and, and, you know, donning day-to-day clothes and yeah. recentering themselves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just laughing. Sometimes it's just like, oh my God, can you, can you believe we just did that? Yes. Or yeah. like, did you actually say... You're, you're, Do you know you said that? Yeah. Did you did you say you're an alien gonna suck my soul? Yes, I did. Do you recall the madness? Yeah. 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 Okay. What? <laughs> so, what are your? Um, oh, oh. I don't know if I've actually asked. Like, so, what is your what is your doming style if you have one? I feel okay. That's hard to describe. I would say that I probably somewhere along the lines of like sensual sadist disciplinarian kind of vibe. Like I, I do play on the fact that I work with a librarian a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like playing on that. I like role playing. Um, a lot of like mind fucking. Like I love talking, and I love having other people talk. And anyone who has had a session with me knows that. Like I will ask. I want you, you to talk to yeah. say the most random thing to me. Yeah. You know, I am I am caning you, but do long division. You know, if someone is You're like, making them work. If for someone's it. like, Oh, I'm an accountant in my day to day life, I'll be like, like, Okay, um, so seventeen plus five, uh, divided by two and then like make them do it. I only ask things I actually know the answer to because I like proving people wrong. <laughs> yeah. You like you need to know if they fucked up the answer. To it's know like if Jeopardy. They need to be it's pun- like playing punch- Jeopardy. Um <laughs> Sexy Jeopardy. Sexy Jeopardy. But yeah, no, I love, I love hearing people get confused. It's yeah. so entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like, yes, I, I won't give it to them that hard, but I will, like, if I'm doing, like, 
obedience protocol, like high protocol, stuff like that. I like to give them so many little details to concentrate on that the purpose of the the, the task is that they're going to forget one. Right. So the idea is to give them so much to think about that. They will fail. That they will fail. Yeah, Yeah. they're being set up to fail and then get the punishment. Right. uh, Which they they very much want. Yes. Um, Even if it's like, yeah, I like to do doggy scenes where I'm getting the, I'm teaching them a lot of tricks and then I teach them like a lot of detailed kind of tricks to learn. (laughs) They get all fucked up. It's like, ah, ha, ha. (laughs) (laughs) The best and the worst is when they say, oh, I've done a lot of research. I've read like a lot of things on your Twitter. And Uh then you start quizzing. Oh, you quiz the person about your Twitter? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Um, How big of a fan are you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see that you really like this TV show. What TV show is it? Oh, well, oh, it has to do with... No, honestly, what? what is it? <laughs> well, you went to a convention about it. I did, and I posted about it. What TV and show And what was it? it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then you do it, obviously, in, like, in the best, like, predicament bondage or something. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You want to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I kind of dislike when people say they want to be gagged, because I'm like, I can't... Ask talk you, to you questions. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of chatter. The, oh, there's a lot of chatter. Your there's a lot of chatter. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can be silent, but yeah. Yeah. I like. Um. Yeah. I. I really like when the subs are talking when they're yeah. communicating. Tell me like, a fantasy. Yeah. Talk to me. Like, let's work on our. Like, let's get a rapport going. Let's get some energy going back and forth. Let's like connect and like, you know. There's no wrong way to to sub or there's, you know, but, you know, it's for me, I love when like we're really creating something together and like we're there's a back and forth and like we're, yeah, I I also feel the same way about gags like they're hot. Oh, absolutely. But I'm like, oh, I wish we could be having a conversation I'm like, it's more of a punishment for me than like a pleasure for you. (laughs) We don't want to make me unhappy, so. Yeah. (laughs) Or I'm more the like I'll shove something in your mouth, like fingers or like socks. Yes. Because they're a lot easier to take out. So it'd be like, what were you saying? Oh, never mind. Okay, <laughs> continue on. Yeah. Mm, something mm, important? Mm, oh no, sorry, no, no. Okay, no. going back in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what are some of your favorite scenes to do? Um, oh, there's quite a few. I like a good role play. Yep. Um, do you have an acting background? I thought I was going to be a musical theater star. 18-year-old me was... Girl, yeah, me too! Yeah, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, I... Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, no. I, when I moved to Ontario, because I'm originally from Alberta, okay. um, I really figured that was going to be my thing. I went on this New York trip with, like, my best friend, and we did a workshop. Got with, so inspired. Yeah. <laughs> The choreographer from Jesus Christ Superstar taught us a dance. Like, oh. I thought my, my life was made. <laughs> um, he's conti- he's continued on. He's doing fantastic. Yep. I I now act in doming. Yes, you have found another another vessel to yeah. <laughs> to pursue your passion. Yeah, so singing musicals might happen. Yeah. Whether or not that's torture or not, I'm not sure. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah, so that, I mean, that is, I guess, a role a, play, yeah. it is a background for role play, but yeah. um, medical scenes, that's probably the only time I'm super serious. Yeah, because you've got to play the role of, like, I do the, play the role, yeah. kind of removed professional authority a- figure. And a lot of those things I find really meditative for me, like, mm-hmm. sounding is like meditation. Mm-hmm. I find it really beautiful and really intimate, and it makes me really calm. Mm-hmm. Same with needles. Yeah. I think needles are really... It's like a very joining thing. You were literally like sewing or binding flesh. Yeah. Um, so I like doing that. I like things that are silly. Like I did a, an alien inter- interrogation scene, Ugh. which was just. Give me your weirdest shit. Absolutely. Honestly, that's so fun for somebody to bring uh, a premise to you. That's just yeah. so different than like, and it gets your creativity going. And like, it's like, oh my God. Yes. Like I'm so into this. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> corporal punishment is fun and stuff, you know, CBT is great, but 
having somebody giving a really weird, very specific, very specific thing. Yeah. <laughs> fantasy yeah. is like, oh, that's fun. Like, yeah. yes, don't be afraid to do I that. I would like to be chained up like Slave Leia. And you're like, yes, you do. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you're like needing an excuse to like rewatch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like taking notes. Pretty Seriously much, yeah. taking notes. Yeah. yeah. Um, sploshing uh, to make someone into a human Sunday. Mm-hmm. was really fun. Yeah. Good way to spend the summer. So you have the facility to do that? Yeah, we... To do some wet and messy? We do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of tarping. Yeah, a lot of tarps A lot of go tarping, down. but yeah, it's one nice thing of having lots of wood floors, a really big shower, if you're going to do something like that. Yeah. Um, I've spent a lot of time doing, like, a mama bird scene with regurgitated bananas. Oh, <laughs> yes! So it's a little, yeah, you got the food play happening. Lots of food play. And you got, oh my God. As I said, there's trends. There's literally trends. (laughs) Summer brings a lot of food. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. What are, okay, just take me through the trends. Okay, if summer is like some food play. (laughs) Um, At least for this year, it was like. Yeah, what happened this year? It was like Halloween into Christmas was a lot of um, like hosiery, more. Oh, um, foot fetish, like leg worship. Dressed for the holidays, kind of like, I just brought you back from my business party and now I just want to smell your feet. You've been in heels all night. Yeah. Um, and then we go kind of into, (laughs) 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 Uh, and then it kind of goes into, at least it did last year, um, more of very traditional BDSM. Like I find like up until like Valentine's Day is very just like impact, impact, discipline, you know, some bondage, some bondage, gagging. Yeah. 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 And then like spring and summer always brings out the fun imagination. I think people see sunlight and they get and all inspired of, all and just new, new yeah. things. Um, <laughs> lots of librarian scenes, which has been really fun. Oh. Spanking with books is always exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pervertibles, yeah. Pervertibles, yeah, are great. Yeah. I'm trying to think of crazy awesome things that have happened. <laughs> yeah, do you have a favorite scene that you've done um, in the past year, 2018? Do you have one that stands out to you? I mean, the Sunday stood out for the singular <laughs> fact that I have never sat on a human being and just ate ice cream, which was just great. Uh, that is why PVC and latex is fantastic, because you just wash yourself off. Yeah, you can you just, just hose, hose yourself. You just hose yourself down. <laughs> it's the summer, so you can just go out to the parking lot and just hose yeah. yourself down. Yeah, my, oh, my, my, my commute must be very entertaining for me. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, so we yeah. should be wrapping up Absolutely. in the next few minutes. So yeah. I just want to ask you one more question. Is there something, if you can choose one thing, that you want people to know about, about your profession? Don't be, I guess, don't be afraid to just put yourself out there. Like, I think anyone who's really proficient at this job is super open to hearing everything and wants you to be vulnerable So just, and it's okay to look around and find someone that matches your personality too. None of us get offended. Mm -hmm. I mean, if someone gets offended, I think that's more on their character than anything else. Um, And just take your time. It's a journey and there's no right way to start. And we're here to facilitate that Mm -hmm. and build a rapport with you. Mm -hmm. And we only bite if you ask. And also, Nicely. And also tip us. And tip us. <laughs> and tip us. And sign your emails with, like, your actual, like, a nice, like, name we can call you. doesn't have to be your new actual name. Just, like, something. Write Address a, us properly. And write a nice testimonial. Oh, I love a good testimonial. <laughs> yes. They make, they make uh, all the Dom's hearts come, like, glitter with glee. Totally. Yeah. yeah do that. Like... Yeah, uh, we know you had a good scene, but oh yeah, but write us a letter. Write us a letter <laughs> about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, amazing. So, Lady Delphine, can you tell the people where and how they can follow you on social media? How they can get a hold of you if they are interested in booking with you? All that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Instagram and Twitter are both uh, Lady Delphine. I believe they are. Mm-hmm. And then my email is Lady Delphine Belrose, B E L R O S E, at gmail.com, Lovely. or Studio Lutus. 
Studio Ludus. Yes. Lovely. Um, uh, okay, if you are Toronto residents and you want to see the Bedpost Stage Show, we are at the third Friday of every month at the Social Capital Theatre at 8 o'clock. If you're listening to the podcast um, and you found us via the Sonar Network, Please take a look at all the other podcasts on the Sonar Network. They're absolutely fantastic. Um, and a big thank you and shout out to them because they're so great to work with on a regular basis. If you're hearing the podcast, uh, you might also be hearing lovely original music by Stephanie Copeland, who um, uh, the Canadian Podcasting Awards uh, nominations are out and we're looking for votes. And I'm nominated for Best Original uh, Music for a Podcast. So, you know, give Stephanie... Stephanie Copeland some love and throw that vote at her if you're another fellow Canadian podcaster. Uh, likewise, um, I'm nominated for another a, a bunch of other awards as well. So, you know, you, if you're a Canadian podcaster, you can cast your vote in every category. If you're a listener, you can cast your vote for the Bedpost podcast in People's Choice. Wink. <laughs> I'll give you a smile. Um, you can follow me on Twitter uh, since we're talking about doming today. You can follow my professional doming account at the Lady Pim One on Twitter and also on Instagram. The Bedpost is on Instagram at the Bedpost Show. I got deleted a couple months ago, so please follow me at my new account because because please do. <laughs> A huge thank you to my fantastic, lovely, intimidating guest, <laughs> Lady Delphi. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lady I've had such a lovely time today, and I, I hope you did, too. I did. It was fine. Thank and you. I hope everyone at home also did that, too. So we will see you next week with another fantastic guest. Have a good one, guys. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.